0: Market Watch is proudly brought to you by Top Sport, home of the Top Sport Betting Multi. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Let's have a look at what's coming up. We're going to get onto the NFL very shortly, but obviously some um, big cricket and massive football going on at the moment. I've got real fears, Tristan, around this Test series against the West Indies. We've got the WACA ground, or Perth, the Perth Stadium that's bouncy, and we've got a night match. At Adelaide Oval, if we see any fifth day cricket, I might even throw
1: fourth day in there. I'd be very surprised. What's your market, mate? Yeah, I was going to suggest. Uh, I think uh, I think there need to be three days of rain to see a fifth day, but uh, the uh, the the fourth day I think would have to be in a lot of doubt. And yeah, the first game at the uh, the Perth Stadium is dollar uh, fifteen, the Aussies thirteen, West Indies and eight dollars fifty the draw the windies they obviously uh they, they've had a pretty ordinary uh summer so far getting bundled out of the world cup before it even started uh what they're doing now against the prime minister's 11, uh prime minister's 11 they conceded over 300 to the Aussie side already and they were bowling uh some some rustin chase overs very very early into that situation which i think is a bit of a concern for where we go to from here so there was some good runs actually scored by the top order. Renshaw and Harris both got 50s and Hanscom got a 50 as well. So, it would be interesting to see if there's a little bit of spine in the batting attack by the Windies over the next couple of days. But, yeah, I do hold some fears for the uh, for the Windies and how long some of these games might go for.
0: As we record, they are none for 92. So, uh, Craig Braithwaite, uh, are they two for, are they?
1: Two for 92. Oh, two for
0: 99. All right. Well, that uh, hasn't quite updated quickly. Oh, for me. Um, anyway, two for two for ninety-nine. So
1: they just lost two wickets in the last over. So it shows it just shows how quickly things can change for the uh for the West Indies. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Now See, we look
1: made... at look at that, Jimmy.
0: The bookmakers have got a live feed where the wickets are through before we in the public even already know. What do they what do they call it in the tennis when they were sending the stuff back to India? Courting pitch <laughs> sighting. Pitch sighting, pitch siding. that's it. Pitch <laughs> siding. Yeah, there we go. Um what about the World Cup? We've seen some extraordinary results. Let's put aside Australia's loss, which is, um, it hurts, but it's expected. So 4 uh, 1 against France, they were very good. But Germany lost to Japan. Argentina lost to Saudi Arabia. Uh, and then we had Belgium just getting home against Canada. Um, there were some of these results that have really changed the outright winner market. Tristan, what's, your, what's the latest on that?
1: Yeah, it certainly has. Um... Brazil haven't played a game yet, and they were $4.80 at the start of the tournament. They're into $3.95 now. They just keep firming. Uh, even when we spoke on radio about two hours ago, Jimmy, they're $4.20, so they've even tightened up a couple more points. England and Spain, both impressive victors in, in game one, both at $7.50. France at $8. Argentina at $10 on the back of their very disappointing loss, but they're probably fortunate there was a nil or draw in the other game in that group. Um, And then the Germans there, $23. They actually weren't as short in their game as what I think a lot of people probably expected. So they were, uh, Japan's actually come into only two spots behind them in the outright betting. But yeah, certainly some big upsets. Uh, Belgium, number two team in the world, only just snuck over the line as well. I think uh, Canada had the better chances in that game. But it's been a fascinating tournament. It's been a lot of differing results. It's been a lot of nil all scorelines and then a lot of free-flowing affairs. It's been one or the other. And yeah, with the Aussies, disappointing. Obviously great to see them get that early goal, which I think gave everyone a lot of hope. But I think it's a, it has to be a realisation here of where we actually sit as a nation, because we, I think we're in a lot of trouble against Tunisia and um, got a big World Cup in four years' time, which I think is what we've got to be looking forward to. The,
0: the problem with that is Saudi Arabia is ranked probably lower than Australia, um, and then they beat Argentina. So, um, you know, things can happen at a World Cup. What have the holds been like, mate? Is it a good turnover event for you?
1: It is obviously the time zone probably isn't ideal, but the, the the nine o'clock game certainly creates a lot of interest, and then a lot of people up early can bet into that late game as well. So it, it's been really really solid. Um, you know, a lot of people having their multi's over the four games. It's differing different to what we've had in other years, where historically there's three games a night, but we've got got four. So that that certainly made a lot of interest. But yeah, it's been been very well received. It's been a, a good betting tournament, and yeah, looking forward for the remainder of the uh, remainder of the event.
0: Kristen, are you seeing a, a smoky somewhere there amongst um, the early betting leading into the last week and maybe these last few days of somebody that is across the public that they think as a team might be able to cause a little bit of an upset and maybe get through?
1: Yeah, I, I'd be probably looking at some of um, you know obviously you've got your your top six or seven that are you know that are well well known sides that go down to probably Portugal that are under fifteen dollars then. Belgium and Germany have probably drifted a little bit. You've got Uruguay there that maybe are the, are the team at, at, at double-figure odds that might be able to push. But I'd probably be looking – I'd almost be looking at a side now. We, we know um, – like, you, you look at Argentina, and they were $5 before they lost to Saudi Arabia. They're out to $10 now. Um, they're, they're still going to have to win their two next games. And, and I think trying to acclimatise to those conditions, it is so different to any um, – any place we've seen elsewhere. So I, I sort of feel that maybe losing a game, it, it might turn into a bit of a false economy. And, and I, I don't think, I think you'd rather drop a game early in the tournament when you've still got destiny in your own hands, when you've got the class, that may, maybe that's what you're looking for. A, a team that uh, drifts on the back of maybe a disappointing first up effort.
0: A couple of things we should make mention of too. Well done, the Gillaroos, 54 points to four against the Silver Ferns in their final. That was amazing. Like they played out of 10-8, Uh, Really competitive game 10 days earlier. And yet, uh, I know there were different players on the field, but absolutely blew them away. So um, done a very good job uh, with that Dillaroo side. And, and of course, they're all benefiting from the additional training that they're doing for NRLW. Uh, Now, you've got to give us the WBBL markets too. Um, People will be listening to this before the Challenger tonight, but then the final on the weekend, Sydney Six is straight through to that one. I know that's popular market uh, with your punters, Tristan.
1: Yeah, very much so. And you've got a really tight betting game tonight. The Adelaide strikers are two dollars and the Brisbane Heat at dollar eighty one. 81. Brisbane winning three to get into that game. So they're slight favourites and then they, they take on in, in the final. I'd suggest whoever wins this game will probably go in as underdogs against the other uh, Sydney side. Sydney's going to be around about that dollar sixty five mark, I'd suggest, and the winner of this game into about two twenty five. So being very, very popular.